Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We have some developments as it relates to the Grizzlies and free agency as it is underway now. Let's get into it in the rundown. Now, it's the rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. All right, free agency is officially underway. Jalen Brunson is meeting with the Mavericks. Most people expect him to go to the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's the big name so far. Like you've seen some opt-outs, but the intention there and the majority of the big-name opt-outs is just to sign right back. Mm-hmm. Either you're trying to get a bigger deal or you're trying to give the team more flexibility, right? Like Bradley Beal is trying to get the, the, the most money, right? Like that's what's going on there. James Harden's trying to like, give credit. Like, dude is actually, like, doing things for the first time in his career that aren't all about James Harden, right? Like, he actually is putting— Oh, you didn't want to buy it yesterday when I told you he was doing the running. Well, now he's putting, now he's putting you know, action behind the, you know, the Instagram posts. Like, if, like, when you give up money, that, to me, says something, you know? I'm not saying people should or it's, have to, but it does suggest, like, you're getting serious. Like, Tom Brady does it every year. Tom Brady gives up money every single year because he wants to win a championship. Like, it's the most important thing in the world to him. So, well, it's time. It's time for James Harden. Right. That's the point. And you're playing with a guy in Embiid who could, yes. obviously, is capable of, if you handle your end of the bargain, taking you to a title and certainly to an Eastern Conference uh, 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 championship and getting to the final. So, and James Harden knows. Uh, that, that's what I think. He's wrecked a bunch of stuff. There's a, in his wake, yep. there's a bunch of wrecked teams. So that's it's, right. it's time to, to nail it down, quite frankly. Right. I think you're going to get a motivated Harden next For season. the Grizzlies, however, uh, how active are they going to be in free agency? We know that their priority, uh, perhaps, is Tyus Jones. What's going to happen with Tyus Jones? Will he stay or will he go? John Morant has posted a picture on his Instagram, which the 92.9 account has put out. And uh, many people are confused about what this means because it's just well, I'm a, confused. It's a picture of Tyus and Ja hugging, but there's no text. That's the like Ja has intentionally left this. Um, I can't tell if these kids Tyus is coming or going in the pic. Are yes. they hugging? This to say I goodbye think or I've read into say it. Hello. I, I think it says goodbye, doesn't it? Tell I, us why. Because hugs don't necessarily. I think they insinuate more goodbye than celebratory tweets that you're coming back, which would be face forward, you know, balling out, uh, video of a dunk, you know. It so could, I, you know, it could be that. It could I'm be into it. By the way, this is all we have until five o'clock. It could be uh, support, <laughs> maybe right? support. Yeah, it could be like yo, you're your about money. to hit the market. Like best of luck. I hope you come back, but yeah. like I support you no matter what. If you go get the bag, you get a starting job. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think they've got a commitment from Tyus Jones though that he's a hundred percent. It's not done back. yet. You mean like, I mean, like I a little under? He's gonna he's, he's gonna at least see what he's gonna bit. get, right? So I I it, I don't think it can mean that. What do you if you think the money's close and it's not that Memphis can match it per se, but that they're million or two close? What do you think? If the money is close, then he should stay, and he's not promised starting job. I, I, I've done that before. I've stayed at a place. I've stayed at a place where the money was not at quite as much. But the situation was was better, right? Like it's a like yes, money does matter, but in the end, what what matters more than anything is your belief in the situation sure. and your happiness with the situation. And do you want to start over, right? You you were the two seed here a, a year ago. Well, this year, and you know what your role is. And yeah, you're always going to be behind job, but you know better than anybody that like job's going to miss games. And the, you know, you know the team. You like the team. You had success with the team. Um, you know, I, 
I, I think the case is really easy to make, right, for Tyus Jones. Well, it um, doesn't sound like there's going to be a huge market out there for him. And that's now. the other piece. Based on what these other, some of these other teams that would have been in the market for a point guard have done, there's that and there's the fact that he's still only 26 years old. just seems like it makes a hell of a lot of sense to me to two come back deal. on a short-term, two-year deal. By the time it's done, you're 28 years old, see right, where it's not, at then, yeah. see what the market Good looks point. like. I mean, that's, uh, again, in a, in a market that appears to be drying up for you, in terms of what else is out there, you know what the Grizzlies, the way they value you and where what they're willing to offer, 20 for 2, whatever it's going to be, a little more than you're making, just seems like to me a lot of the uh, uh, just the, the dots line up in a way that, hey, you get paid and you're in a place where you're valued and we know you're going to play a lot because, heck, we've even seen you on the floor with John. We like those numbers, right? They, they're better than most people think in terms of the uh, you look at the analytics. And so they know him best. Makes a lot of sense to me to come back on the short-term deal Hey, after two years, you're 28 years old to go back out on the market. Absolutely. No, I, I, I think that's totally reasonable, and I kind of expect it. Celtics don't have any money. You know, people talk about Celtics need a point guard. You don't want to. Celtics don't have any don't money to come be... in here and offer more than the Grizzlies can offer, quite right. frankly. Uh, so I think I read that they got $6.5 Like, there's not right. There's not a ton of teams out there that could use a point guard that have got as much money as the Grizzlies do, frankly, now that they've they've moved on from DeAnthony. Right. And do you really want to join that situation, just the way they wilted in the finals? I mean, that was Well, they did make embarrassing. the finals. It was humiliation. I just I wouldn't want to be Them a part of that. got to learn how to dribble left. It's amazing. Like the way they turn the ball when they're going left and Draymond pointed it out. So when, I don't when like When they figured that them. out, it was done. I don't done. like watching the Celtics. It was donezo for the Celtics. Like they, I'm just amazed that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown could get to the level they are and you know, it's all, i got to go right. Like, right. that's, you know, those yeah. that level of professional. Even but, CJ's dribbling with his left, you know? I mean, you work on that forever. You're a pro's pro. There, there are a few holes in Tatum's game, but it is clear that that is one of them, and Draymond feasted on it. Well. Made the point of a two-minute public. You know, like, get to work. there are some NBA teams that I enjoy watching because of, like, the way they operate and the way you they execute. You don't like watching the Celtics? I don't, man, oh, because it's, it's, too, uh, it's too reliant on the three. Oh, it's they, it's they isolation. Were, it was great before just, you know, it's uh, Golden ball, State exposed man. them. It's ISO ball. And remember, Golden State was number two in the league in defense yes, this year. Yes. Boston won, Golden State two, so certainly capable of exposing you. They yeah. did. You liked the way they looked against Miami, the way they battled. You weren't saying, well, I hate watching Celtics basketball. It's ISO when they were beating Miami in seven games. Miami was banged up, and Miami should have won the series. Mess. You didn't say it when they were sweeping the Nets up out of here. I don't the like Nets the, were the absolute... Celtics play ball. The Nets were it's tire too much fire. isolation to me. Jason Tatum overrated. The Nets Did were you say a tire fire. Right. So, and then the, if Milwaukee has Chris Middleton, they went seven games without Chris Middleton. They win that series with Chris Middleton, yes or no? Probably. They do. They 100% do. If he's fully healthy. But... Well, yeah, I'm saying they have him, he's healthy, yeah. they're going to win the series. If if was a fifth, fool. If doesn't matter, set that to the side. He wasn't there. They swept them fools. Yeah. Um, anyway, beyond well, not the Bucks, excuse me. Beyond Tyus Jones, which again we'll see. Uh, the Grizzlies. Uh, it's been reported by Jake Fisher have big time interest in Joe Ingles, Utah Jazz, whatever he swing man, whatever he is. You can get him on the cheap cheap. Positionless. It might be the full MLE, bro. When is he? Uh... When's he back from injury? He went down in like what? Didn't he go December? down? Yeah, because it's him. It's Rubio coming off injury. Some of these guys you got to you know that are out there. When are they going to be available? As uh, coming back from their their season longs that, uh, on some of these in terms of being out with some of these uh, knee injuries. I think Rubio's one of them. It was I think January, and he, went, he underwent surgery in February. So uh, that's been four months, five yeah, months. Yeah, he ain't gonna be ready to go. Go, mm-hmm. uh, not a tip off. I what? wouldn't gamble on it, would you? He's the uh, he's Joe. the replacement for he's older. He's he's the he's the replacement for Kyle Anderson, right? I mean, that's what he would be. I thought Laravia was that. Well, not uh, not necessarily immediately. You wouldn't you don't want to depend on him. We're right? gonna see. Um, uh, I don't think I think Joe Ingles would be a great fit actually for the Grizzlies. I think he'd be a great personality fit. Um, well, Utah certainly fell apart after he went down. Yeah, I mean, that, he was a big part of it. Look, he's he, he can shoot the ball. Like he's he's an agitator. Like he's a he's a notorious trash talker, so he fits right in with what the Grizzlies do. So I think it's a I think it's a great culture fit. Um, it's not, I can mean, we it's, get somebody younger? I mean, can you? You tell me. I hope so. Somebody closer to the. T- I'll go ahead, take Ingles. That, that gets you nowhere to me. We're just going to agree to disagree here. I mean, it doesn't. You don't go backwards with him. I mean, he's like you got to replace Kyle Anderson somehow, some way. I mean, Kyle uh, Kyle Anderson was the mid level. This is the mid level. 
You know, you're going to get a mid-level guy on a mid-level deal. For me, I just think with all the forwards they drafted, the thing I'm looking more for, John, is a perimeter guy, a guy more to place De'Anthony Melton on that second unit more than a combo forward. I've drafted I've drafted two of those with Roddy and with LaRavia. What I need is someone to replace De'Anthony Melton's production, especially during the regular season, from that bench. And so for me, again, it's a perimeter player. It's a guard uh, that I can put with Tyus or, again, with Ja, well, maybe with the first unit. That that Again, I, I understand and, and I see why an Ingles would fit, mm-hmm. but I'm more after, forget the, the combo forward, I would be more after the perimeter guy for that second unit. Maybe that's Zaire. You know, you know, I, I, it has to be the way Zach Kleiman's talking about him as a shooting guard. Maybe that's their plan, but I'd be looking for a vet in that spot as opposed to another combo forward. That's what we said when, when the way they drafted. Well, the signal's the end for, for Kyle Anderson. We didn't say, well, they got to go get somebody now else to replace Kyle. I just think the... The, the number of bodies says you need to go get another perimeter, a wing guy that can hopefully score the ball for you. We'll see which what direction they well, go. I mean, there, could, there's something else to him. get with Tyus, you know? though. There's enough guys out there that you can get on cheap contracts that you can bring your guy or my guy in with a Tyus Jones uh, to sort of complete this thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, let's just look at Joe Ingles' numbers here. Like, obviously, uh, last year he Trash talker too. had the injury. Fits right in. Um, he averaged 12 a game, you know, in 2020-2021. You know, on 45% shooting from three. What's not to love about Joe Ingles? Uh, 34 is what not to love. How, how you coming, off hey, in, coming off major injury, what's not to love? Well, There's plenty fair, not but, to love or to be concerned about. But the guy's a 41% career three-point shooter. I you like need that. more shooting. I like that. I've been with, I'm with you on more shooting. The yeah. guy that can knock down shots, yes. I mean, do I think you can get a player better than Joe Ingles on the mid-level? I don't think so. I highly doubt it. Somebody that would come in and contribute and be able to shoot the ball. They need more shooting. That's what he brings. You know, you have him. You have Desmond Bain. It's your guy. That's fine. Um, maybe it's Zaire. Maybe Zaire's numbers tick up, right? Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm all about it. Dylan Brooks, like, I, I think it's a pretty good uh, potential addition. Now we'll see. I mean, uh, I, I, the injury concern is valid, you know, coming off of uh, – but, you know, guys come back from ACLs all the time now in 2022. It's not, the, it's not an Achilles. You know, that would be a little bit more worrisome. But uh, yeah, put me down. I'm in. I'm in on Joe Ingles. Well, Plus, he's his old 34 he, year old self. He man. was part of a. Uh, you know, well, don't you need a vet? I mean, you need a vet. You, I, I like having that vet in the I, locker I room. I get vets in their mid to late 20s. The, but this is a 34 year old vet, though. Okay. And he's coming from a. You know, he's in a bad situation. Everybody hated each other there in Utah last year. So I don't read too much into the. You know, his numbers going down, and they were they were down last year. I mean, in total fairness, but. I, I, I don't put any stock into that. I think he'd come in. He could be a very solid sixth, seventh man for the Grizzlies. And I think, like I, like I talked about earlier, like you want to talk about personality fits. I think it's a seamless fit. Um, so I, 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 I was not that. prepared for you to come in here and stake your claim to Joe Ingles today like this. John, what about You're a player? Me. If, if Orlando passes on him, Gary Harris. Uh, I, Gary Harris has never won anything in his entire life. I uh, I mean I'm I'm fine I'll pass. You'd rather have Ingles. Yeah, because Gary Harris like, isn't he going to come in here and try to, like score a bunch of points and like re you know reclaim his career? Nah, just off the bench, man. Now Joe Ingles is going to be like, all right, give me a cup of coffee. I'm gonna score seven to eight points tonight, and I am done for the day. You know, like <laughs> that's, that's... he tore his ACL in February. Yeah, he tore his ACL. We're talking about He's, man. He tore his ACL. I don't I don't know. I'd stay away from a thirty how old thirty two. Look, you guys talk about ACL injuries like it's nineteen eighty two. Well, right? that takes off year to two, year or two, right? Look, we don't. We're not signing Joe Ingles to a ten year Patrick Mahomes contract, ladies and gentlemen. It's a two year deal. I just don't. With what we've been through, John, mm-hmm. with signing guys coming off of injuries, bro, it's a mid level dude. It's like twelve just, bucks. Just the idea that you wouldn't at least be a little concerned, or say, okay, here's a better younger. Option not coming off injury. All right, let's see what I the. I think we uh, can find a few. What's the mid-level exception in 2022? Right, that's it's. I mean, because that's that's what this would be. What is it? Twelve? Is, is that high? Ten. Um, uh, it looks like a maximum of four years and an expected total of ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. You guys are out here pinching pennies. I mean, yeah. What what do they got? They got I mean, the mid-level. In terms of, okay, they got the mid-level. You're going to give it to Joe Ingles. And then you have you ties. Got you got to make a decision on, right? Which we think the decision's in. We think about setting this John Morant photo to the side. Yeah, look, I'm all about it, dude. I like, I like Ingles. I can get down with that. I mean, I'm not. He, no, he won't. He doesn't have to convince us all, Brad. Some of us can stay on us. You should have stuck to your guns. No Ingles. No, I, I think. Uh, go younger. I like Gary Harris better, Brad. Numbers, you I think the number is this where guy. I'm, 
I think the number is is valid. Stick to your con- stick to your I, convictions I like, and one beliefs. One of the things I pride myself on is change, Jason. I yeah. know you're very capable of it. I'm just saying I you were right a, the first dime, time, man. You think Gary Harris would really like fall in line? Do you think yes. he would? Yes, yes, he has to. 27 years old. He right? needs to. He needs to at this. Now point. that is if Orlando doesn't sign him with the bird rights or whatever they got. But, yeah, I don't. I don't you know. know what. Uh, I don't know what they're you know, like. 27. Mm-hmm. No but, injuries. But Gary Harris is also go- Gary Harris is going to want to go somewhere and be a featured piece. He's not going to want to come. Nah, here. no. There's no market for huge market for Gary Harris either. The no. Lakers take want what him. you can get. The, you know the if it, oh and I know what that's on is on next to nothing deal. So he'll probably be a Laker. I mean, if you want to re- if you want to rehabilitate your career, which he's going to need to do as an eleven point a night guy, that's where you should go because that's where you're going to get the best opportunity to do it because they're a mess. So is, your man, your he, man's twelve coming off an ACL at thirty four. He's twelve points a game. Our man's eleven, twenty seven years old. He's eleven points a game, twenty seven years old, not coming off injury, bro. If if we, we you know hey. we we can't smoke cigarettes in restaurants anymore, man. This is not nineteen seventy five where ACLs will ruin you. John, here's the, the mo- name. modern medicine has come a long way. Thirty-four. I got another name for you. Thirty-four ACL, and it's it's a it's, it's a little bit different than when he was. Young. All right, so if he doesn't work it out with the Warriors, Juan Toscano Anderson, hey, but that may not do a damn thing Hell for the Grizzlies. Hell no, BC. Hell no. He, I mean, he he can not come here and uh, not a shooter. He can start for the hustle. Mm-hmm. What the hell are we gonna do with him? I mean, you don't have much money, John. I don't think you're gonna get angles for that number. Joe Ingles is is thirty four and coming off an ACL. <laughs> no, he's flipping off. <laughs> I'm, I'm look. I mean, t- now he's begging for that money. I'm, I'm telling That's you, like funny. teams ain't that, that damn so stupid. Funny. Like I'm not gonna give him the max deal, <laughs> and no other team's gonna give him max. Juan Toscano Anderson. Didn't he funny. fell out of the rotation. Yeah. last we saw of him was the dunk contest, wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah, no, he he Didn't. sucks. Mm-hmm. What made you? What, what made you bring him up? And there's a whole list that CBS has put together. Of well, give these us guys. some more names. Uh, now, I, some I look of forward these, to shooting down for the names. Now, get some John of these are off angles uh, with some of them. Some of these are clearly unattainable, but these are like free agents in general. Uh, I went to the bottom of the list, which presumably would be mid level ish. Juan right? Toscano Anderson is a vet minimum, bro. Jalen Smith. Is he? Well, I don't even know where he is. The Pacers can offer a starting salary of four point seven. Equal to the value of the decline. Well, he's, he's a big man, right? I mean, I don't, they don't. Do That's it. a center. No, yeah, right, they don't have let, me, let me get a, let me get a forward. Let me get a forward. I'm sorry. I've, yeah, somebody that the, I mean, Mike Muscala. John wants another combo forward. Oklahoma City. Mike Muscala. Mike Muscala. No, forty two percent dishwasher. Forty three percent of the league. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going through there. They're the ones. Who put the I can't believe they even made a list with these names. They got Thad on there. He's a forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. bring Thad in. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. I would love to have Thad. That makes of, sense. A lot of damn here. centers. You know, you got Marvin Bagley floating around out there at 11 points a game. He's a, you know, no. Again, no need. No. Uh, your boy P.J. Tucker obviously is on the list. Do it. <laughs> you can't Max afford, you, contract. Yeah, yeah, you can't afford him, of course. Yes. Too much money. He's getting he's getting Man, 330. A boatload of centers. Nobody wants a center unless you can shoot. That's the problem with the Grizzlies. You know, you get you need to, you need a shooter. Yeah, look, I don't think the Joe Gri- Ingles is probably right. I mean, here's other familiar names that are listed with him are uh Kent Bazemore uh similarity and Kent Bazemore is like a very popular Grizz target like 2016. Yeah, Jeremy Lamb. Um, no, no. I, I mean, I think you're a Josh Ingles territory. You want Jeremy Lamb, Jason? That's who you're thinking about. Oh no, no, thanks. No, no, no. I think Gary Harris would be up my alley. Like I said, he actually shot the ball Harris well. Is, like he play. It. He plays defense. Mm-hmm. That's the other part. I'm concerned about Joe Ingles at 34, coming off of a, a knee injury, okay. playing defense. Miami has the bird rights to him. Victor Oladipo, though, so they're going to get a crack at him. I think he's going to get a pretty decent deal. Think they're going to pay him. Yeah, I think I think there's a chance that the Heat are going to pay friggin' Victor Oladipo. I don't know if it'll be the Heat, but but they're going to get the first chance at it. Yeah, I think he's going to probably get a bigger deal than you know you would uh, you would be able to. Why offer would you him. pay Victor Oladipo? But I would love Victor Oladipo. Jay Williams was the one who uh, mentioned him, you know, during the playoff he run. Sure did. Like he said, get a guy like him. That's yeah. what the Grizzlies. Well, need because the last he's a time. he's a veteran. He's a talented player. Yep. He's comfortable coming off the bench. Score off the bench. And he's a great defender. Listen to this description of Gary Harris to Jason's point. Harris quietly in 21-22 attempted threes at a rate that he did four seasons earlier and made 38% of yes. them. Yes. His usage declined. He played a 3 and D role on a team full of young guards, but this could feature rather than a, a bug for right, teams. They moved on from him. He can play. It helps that Harris played more than 60 games for the first time in his since 17-18. So he's playing, too. That's the other thing this team needs to do, the Grizzlies. you got to get these dudes to where they play more games, like especially Ja. You know? I wouldn't be mad at Gary Harris, but we know Joe Ingles. 
franchise changer. I think those are the two. Joe Ingles on a mid-level is a good signing. That's where I'm at. We're going to move you off that at some point. I just think he brings, you know, Joe what the Grizzlies Ingles. need. You need like you need guys who don't care about scoring. You need veteran leadership. Is it because he's a Caucasian, John? Is that well, why you're no, enamored with him? No, not at all. Right? Okay. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with what he is as a player and where he is in his career. John yeah. sees him as the new Kyle Anderson. That's that's literally. I think I'd rather have Kyle Anderson. Hell no. Give that, that I man. Like that, he, you don't. Well, like, he's broke. Kyle Anderson. You guys think Kyle is never like never will show again? I know. Shot, do you think man, the hitch is back? Kyle Anderson traumatized it was back. generations and it was generations back. of children okay. with that jump shot in Memphis. Follow your lead on this. I mean, I mean, he had that again. The time to sell on Kyle Anderson was a year, year ago, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. When he was shooting for some reason thirty eight percent from three. Yeah, he had, a, he had a breakout. Kyle year. Anderson, look, shooting the ball. He's a yeah. smart player. Like he'll come up with like random steals and make plays. Like I'm not trying to like say he's a useless basketball player. But he is damn near unplayable in big time playoff basketball. I don't think. Is Joe Ingles going to be more useful? Than if, he can knock, if, he, if he can make shots. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll give you that. He can do that part if of it, he, hopefully. He, he, he hit a corner three. Space the floor a little bit, right? I mean, if he's a 40% he's on, shooter. I don't think he's going to do everything else that Joe Kyle Ingles did, com- well, that's And that's probably a fair point. Yeah. But we the the Grizzlies need a, a shooter. That's, I would take that's a, what they need in that scenario. I would take not. I I wouldn't take Bain off the floor. I'd take Dylan Brooks off the floor in that one. I wouldn't even have him a backup. Let him but start. So you need Dylan Brooks out shot. there for defensive purposes though too. I, yeah. I mean, you got to have somebody out there to guard the other team's best perimeter player. Um, and and honestly, like you could go small with Joe Ingles. You could play him at the four and then have Jaron at the five in spots. And yeah. that knee just shaking, trembling as he tries to guard other fours, more athletic fours in the league. That knee just trying to hold on. I'm trying to hang in for John. Look, it'd be one thing if this for man John was, and the, Joe be was predicated one, on athleticism. Exactly, man. <laughs> this dude I think been, you've, just, you've just put him a little bit too high on the pedestal. That's all we're saying. This dude been playing with no we, cartilage in his knees for like 10 years, bone bro. Bone on bone. Yeah. <laughs> so like he, knee shaking like a move. That thing about to break, right? As he tries to defend this big four well, in the post. Hey, this I mean, is this good. Is They're going to allow wheelchairs in. I don't know if man. you guys heard this. Next year, their wheelchairs will be allowed on the floor. Like, at this point, you like why even continue existing? He's torn his ACL. <laughs> just take him out back, right? I mean, there's no point continuing on. Bro, he's 34. And? He's not 24. That don't matter. Off of it. Yeah, I don't need him to come in here and win the dunk contest, bro. I need him to come in here and make some threes, some timely threes, get some boards, and be a veteran leader. We're just saying he, he may not and be do, the best. And then do it for $4, and he's willing to do it. Okay. Right? I mean, the salary cap's going up. The mid-level is practically nothing. It's what you paid for your hustle season tickets. So it's two mm-hmm. mil a year, for basically, inflation. for the mid? It's like uh, it's 10 years, I think, is the most you can offer. For you mean over, 10, 10 mil? In four Total. years, right? Over four. Yeah, so, but he's not going to get that much, right? He's just not going to get that much. He's going to get something Jeez, in I between. It, was more. it did come down. I think wow. We, I think we might be able to give him $100. And when the, by Man, the time he's this a Chick-fil-A mar- value by the, meal, for God's sake. By the time say. this market... Yeah. Dictates that there's the Blazers with Joe that, y- Y'all act like that man ain't got a market. Now, do y'all not okay, trust the okay. Memphis Grizzlies by now? <laughs> yes. Okay. You you don't see that the, the vision. They need this type of dude on the roster. Maybe it's not him, but you need somebody that's like a veteran that's very comfortable in their skin. Right. And well, he's that. You know. And, that, and he talks trash. That's relatively cheap. Can he still play D? It doesn't matter. I don't. Does. It doesn't matter. I mean, will he be more effective than Jarrett Culver was last year? I would be more effective than Jarrett Culver was last year if I didn't play a single second. If I was an MVP season ticket holder, I would make more of a difference for the Memphis Grizzlies than Jarrett Culver. <laughs> Joe Ingles can make a difference for the Grizzlies because, again, two years ago, the dude shot forty-five percent from three. That's that's like that's amazing. Oh, he's part of the glue that had Utah so good as the one seed. There's no question, you know. And again, like I like that. I like the fact that he's an agitator. You just build a team of just dudes that will get in your head. I like it. Like, look up YouTube. I've seen these videos. There's like compilations of Joe Ingles talking trash. It's great. You might be his biggest biggest fan. He was John. talking about the Malcolm Fandridges. Damn, this man bro. Is Joe Fingles. Joe My Fang- Joe Fangles fan club. You are a fangle. I, I just needed y'all to know like what this man because I don't feel like there's a real knowledge on Joe Ingles. Well, John you, and Joe Ingles. You have schooled us today. What the? And man. plus, you got to think like you know. And he, I mean a master's class. Like you got a Wikipedia page burned on your tattoo there, bro. Plus, you got Joe Ingles and Stephen Adams that connection, right? The New Zealand Australia connection. You can't overstate that. That's a big time thing too. You're like a, a used car salesman. 
It's not. Woo! Joe the, Ingles is a used car. Yeah. There's no doubt. About, but but look. <laughs> and I'm kicking the tires. I'm saying it's looking a little old on this thing. This tire a little shaky. Uh, but but look, all you need is to get from point A to point B, bro. Right? For the cheapest amount possible. I can need them to hold up 82 games, John. You don't need them to hold up 82 games. Nobody on this roster is going to hold up 82 games. Nobody does anymore in, in NBA. You just need them to be there in the playoffs and to help you, you know, play 50 strong games in the regular season, help you get to a top four seed, and then make some timely shots, get a couple weird, unathletic steals, just like Kyle Anderson on the mid-level exception. This is Kyle Anderson if he can make threes. I don't think Joe's agent has done this good a job this offseason uh, in terms of selling his client as you have today. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. Gary Harris, in theory, I can get behind. Yeah. I but worry, though. And I, I, I worry about that. And I worry Culture. about He's coming from a very bad situation. Well, they had moved on. They want to play their young guards. Right? Yeah. They had moved on from Gary. Yeah. I just, uh, that culture, though. I just, you know, I, I, I'm always skittish. Like, at least Joe's coming from, not, was it great last year? No. And he ended up getting traded to Portland. But, um, you know, he's coming from a, a, a place where they were the one seed. So he knows how to win, you know. And again, 41% shooter from three in his career. Sign me up all day long on the mid-level. We'll see what happens. But uh, the news is that the Grizzlies do have their eye uh, on Joe Ingles on that mid-level exception. Next story. Where did you see that report? Jake Fisher from Bleach, Bleach Report. Okay, Jake is in with him too. Jake's a uh, Jake's plugged in for sure. Okay, way to go, uh, Jake. That was an exhausting Joe Ingles workout. Woo! Just watched. It was good. It was well done. Though. The Atlanta Hawks are trading uh, Danilo Gallinari. We're going to try to re- re- rebound here mm. and three first-round picks. The San Antonio Spurs. This was big news. Uh, for all-star guard, yes, all-star guard, DeJounte Murray. It's going to put Murray and Trey Young in the same backcourt. Hawks, again, sending 2023 first-round pick uh, via the Charlotte Hornets, plus their own 25 and 27 first-round picks to the Spurs, who have decided, you know what, we are all in on going to get the Frenchman. Does that not appear to be the case? Victor W. is what I'm going to call him for now, but the Spurs clearly in trading their lone all-star and Pop's up there, too. Was he 72, 73? Is he signed up for this, for a rebuild, which is essentially what it is for the San Antonio Spurs, who, again, are taking all of the picks and giving up their all-star? For Atlanta, I'm not sure how much it moves the needle. Yeah, they'll be one of the best backcourts, not just in the East, but in the league. But, again, does this get you to a championship level for the next couple of years before you have to resign? DeJounte Murray to what I assume would be a massive mm-hmm. contract based on the one he's on now and the the value, everything that he brings to the table. So you telling me for this next couple of years that all of a sudden this is going to push Atlanta up back to the sort of team that can make another Eastern Conference Finals? I have my doubts on that, even though I love the idea of him and Trey together and what that could look like. Really, really dynamic, obviously. Um, Spurs, this makes sense to me to start over. I'm not sure what Pop's involvement unless he's – Hey, just saying, I'm going to coach till I'm 85, and wants to see it through to another championship. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it, it, you're talking that it's going to be that long, you know, four or five years. You would think for yep. Pop, set that to the side. I understand for the Spurs, for the Hawks, I kind of get it. I mean, you got to do something. You can't stand Pat. We saw that with what they had last year. Didn't get them anywhere. Right. A very disappointing season. So. Um, I guess it'll be all right for the next couple of years, but I just don't think it moves the needle enough for them. Yeah. And I'm not sure they're the team that's going to re-sign him when it's time in a couple of seasons. Yeah, look, I, I, I understand it more from Atlanta's perspective than I do San Antonio's. That's, what I, that's where I'm at with it. I don't really get it for the Spurs. They're, I, they're, I, try, they're trying to tank and get the number one pick, and but, it's this dude, this Frenchman. But, you know, DeJounte Murray is the kind of player that you tank to get. He's 25. He's 25, but that's not old. No, but, again, look at how many first-rounders you're getting out of this, and you, you want to get yeah. more oh, than I just guess. one guy. No, I guess you're right. But, man, he that, that dude puts up triple-doubles on the reg, man. Oh, oh like, he's awesome. He's an all-star, right? I mean, that's the thing. Is like, all right. I, 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 you know, you're, you're probably right in the sense of you're in a weird, you're in an awkward stage because – all right, let's say that you kill it the next two to three years. Well, then he's going to be 28, you know, and then where are you on him? Where are you on the, where are you as a franchise? Are you close? You know, then you're going to have to, all right, well, you have to, is, is, are, you, are you arriving at the same um, destination? 
and then maybe three years from now, he wants out. And then you get nothing in return, like James Harden. You know, it wouldn't be like quite that, but he, they got nothing for James Harden, right? The Rockets got nothing for James Harden. So I guess I understand it from that perspective. It's just, it's just, it's odd. Like you, you just hate as a, you know, as a quote unquote small market, like to have a star like that and to have to, and to feel like you have to give him up. Well, they got to get more than one star. Yeah, and nobody knows that better than San Antonio. Yeah, which it took several. I, to build I, I that don't know dynasty. why Pop's still doing this, man. I get that the, part of it is yeah. aside. Yeah, like, that, dude, it interests yeah. me the most, quite frankly. I am over this because if he was going to retire, wouldn't he have already done it at this point? If I mean, and he's got to know the direction of the the franchise better than anybody. I would imagine as part of deciding, you know what, we're going to move on from Dejounte. Right, that the, he, he's that highly thought of. His opinion is that highly thought of in that organization, and so that's my thing. Is that does he plan to preside over this for what's clearly going to be a rebuild? Yes, it's all about the first round picks again they're getting three of them and everybody's saying uh it's this victor w i'll give you when manyama when manyama yeah i think that's going to be the best we're going to do on the jason and john show on that we'll look let, out buddy we'll let that one stand going to be the number one pick in the 2023 draft he's seven foot three he's 18 years old has a seven nine wingspan and nine foot seven standing reach Ooh, does he shoot he does it all oh boy there's nothing victor of when course manyama san antonio will get him yeah, we'll see. Who, who would they be in the running with for worst team next year? Who, who else could put up a tanking fight? I mean, with Sacramento, right? Yeah, I guess so. Sacramento sucks. They got, a, I mean, <laughs> some young dudes. Yeah, they got a bunch of young dudes. That's it. No, but it hadn't gotten anywhere. You're right. They'll be in the mix. Got rid they'll of be, Halliburton. They'll be one of them. Uh, like Charlotte's kind of come out of that range. No, Charlotte's going to be a Detroit. Team, feels like probably. it's coming out of that range. Orlando could still be there. Houston. Orlando's definitely far off. But you know, Paolo, maybe like, but they'll Houston be Houston with all the young guys. Yeah, they're still right? too young. Yes, Houston. They'll bad. be down there. Houston's yeah, bad. Yeah. Um, but those are the ones: Houston, Spurs, Orlando. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, those those are the bottom dwellers for sure. Uh, Spurs can be worse. By than the way, speaking of the Hornets, at least have the most balls. That story. Yeah. Miles Bridges, man, go right ahead. Who, I mean, he's about yeah. to get the bag. That's Next the, story on the eve of this free agency, he gets give, this charge. Give right? us the story. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're basically like about you know they're building their franchise around him. He's arrested in Los Angeles on uh, Wednesday afternoon, booked on a felony domestic violence warrant, uh, according to the LAPD. I think TMZ might have been the first to have it. Uh, LAPD did not release details. Reading from the ESPN story on the charges, but it confirmed uh, Bridges was released later Wednesday on a hundred thirty thousand dollar bond, scheduled to appear in court on July twentieth. Uh, so here in a few weeks. Charlotte Hornets, this is the release or aware of the situation involving Miles Bridges. Team said in a statement Thursday, we're in the process of getting additional information. You know, typical of what you would expect. Bridges, 24, is coming off career highs of 20.2 points and seven rebounds last season and what amounted to a breakout year for him. He's been in the league four years, uh, play, obviously playing alongside LaMelo. He had that breakout season. So to do for, for this to come down on the, on the eve of free agency, it's just a – it's just, it's I, I doubt it. You know, depending upon what comes out of it, is it going to push teams all the way off of them? No, probably not. Right. But th- just an awful look and awful decision making. Clearly, and and listen, he's you know it's it's all alleged. He's been charged here. You you got to go through the through the through the law system uh, through our court system. But right. still, that said, it's 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 not a good look for him, especially at a time where free agency is starting. I ain't no doubt about that. All right, we will come back. Javante Holmes going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him about uh, Kennedy Chandler. He's been training him for a long time, so we'll get into that with him uh, and more at 125. Jason and John. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Turn up ESPN. Looking for some diamonds? Want to buy some jewelry? Get on over to Robert Urban Jewelers to do just that. That's where I go when I'm ready to buy diamonds. It's the only place that I will buy diamonds from in Memphis. Why? Because they have a 365-day return policy on any loose diamond purchase. And that's going to give you peace of mind knowing that you made the right choice. Nobody else in Memphis is doing that. They got the best prices on loose diamonds. They got a great selection of loose diamonds. So look up and down and scan. You'll find one. And if they don't happen to have a diamond that you're looking for, they will go find it for you. They're the best in Memphis. Go see our man Howie today. It's love. Uh, So you need to go ahead and buy her the ring. And you can ask her now and pay later. Howie's got a great... Great deal for you. You get great financing options like 24 months deferred interest, or you can take up to 60 months to pay at a low APR. Point is, it's going to make you a deal so good, you're going to walk out of there smiling, not like me all those years ago when I bought from a big box store, bought Faith's engagement ring, and felt sick to my stomach and was for the years after I had to pay for it. Of course, that big box store closed down. It wasn't a personal shopping experience at all. It's going to be with Howie um, because he wants you to come back and wants you to come back for life. You'll notice it right off the bat. Free wedding band with the purchase of an engagement ring or wedding band of $999 or more. It's just another one of the many deals how he can make for you. you got to come in, though. Five locations are online at rijewelers.com. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices always at Robert Irwin Jewelers. All right, so I saw quite an interesting tweet uh, that, you know, look, somehow, some way might have an impact on the University of Memphis. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me when. But feels like any decision like this will have ripple effects across the college sports landscape. John Wilner tweeted, uh, he covers you know USC and UCLA and the Pac-12 out there for you know one of those West Coast publications. Mm-hmm. He tweets, "I believe the world is about to change." He uh, he's you know he covers you know he works for the Bay Area News, right? Pac-12 Hotline. He says, "I believe the world is about to change." And 40 minutes after that tweet, he comes out with this. USC and UCLA are planning to leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten as early as 2024. The move has not been finalized at the highest levels of power. Brilliant. But USC and UCLA are planning to leave. For the Big Ten, this is going to be a massive domino. There's no way around it. You're talking about the powers of, well, at least one of the powers, right? USC, UCLA's a you know a, a basketball power. They're a huge brand, right? Huge brand. So two big should brands. be a better football. They should wow. be a better football brand. Wow, but two massive brands in the Pac-12. Wow, 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 wow. Probably the two biggest, if we're being honest, right? I mean, Oregon's in Oregon there now, but the, but those are the three, right? Um, two of your three biggest brands are now threatening to leave for the Big Ten. Oklahoma and Texas have already said they're leaving for the Big uh, for the SEC. Um, and now the question becomes: Memphis can't get into the Big Ten, right? They can't. No. But is this not shaping up? Like, is this going to be? I'm just, I'm asking the question, right? Is this going to be the beginning of the? We've we've always heard about it. We've always been warned about it. The super conferences, right? Yeah, right. Are we trending? Are we careening toward, you know, two or three super conferences? Um, well, and would that be a good thing for Memphis? Right. So you could have the you could have the SEC, the Big Ten, and the ACC, right? I mean, do you get squeezed out of that? Like you're squeezed out right now. Well, it just depends. Out of a power five, right? Like how big do they want to go? How big do they need? They feel they they feel like they need to go. If they want to, like, if you want to go big. Then I could see like, because if you just if you just stripped everything away, right? If you just like Big Bang Theory, you know, boom, and there was nothing, there was hot gas, and everything started over. Memphis would be a Power Five school, right? Like if you just blew up everything right now, and you said there are I don't know, pick sixty-five, you know, three super conferences, sixty-five teams. Don't you think Memphis would be one of the sixty-five? I'd like to. I'd like to think so. I mean, I have to believe that they would be. 
I have to believe they would be. If they if they aren't, you know, what are we doing here? Um, so you doing four super conferences of sixteen teams to get you to sixty four? If you you didn't mention four, you said two well, or three well, super it, it, conferences. It, well, what 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 are the? Are I don't the, think it's sixteen's a super. Well, conference. do the Pac twelve and the Big Twelve now merge? Right. Yeah. What are they? What is the Pac 12s response going to be? Mm-hmm. Feels like that's a pretty obvious travel uh, arrangement there because you've got you know I mean UCF's unfortunate, but. Beyond that, you know, Houston is as far east as you're going to have to go. Again, we're excluding UCF. That was a weird one. But you feel pretty good about the, you know, the bedrock of the the travel situation there in the Big 12. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I'm speculating. This is very live and raw speculation. But doesn't that make sense to you rather than the Pac-12 trying to go out and replace? Because they're not... They're not going to... Dude, they're politically... No, to, to compete with the Big 10 and the SEC, you're going right. to... Go big, which would be combining forces, seems like. The the Pac-12 politically is not going to replace USC and UCLA with San Diego State and Colorado State. They're not going to do it. And BYU is going to Big 12. And I don't even know if BYU would politically work either. I don't think that would fly. So their options are pretty slim in terms of like, yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, just like the Big 12, the Big 12 can't replace uh, Oklahoma and, and Texas. That's why they added four. They had to add four to compensate for two. You know, this feels like the Pac-12 is going to have to do something like that, but there's not four schools on the West Coast that feel like they deserve, you know. This puts the Big Ten at 16. Does it? USC and UCLA going over. Yeah, it would be six. They're at 14 now, I think. Put them at 16. Yeah, yeah. So that's a super conference. That's a, that's a super conference right there. How many does SEC got, 14 with Texas and Oklahoma? Yeah. So they're going to – you bet you, you bet you're – 16? Mm-hmm. Oh, so SEC will be at 16? Mm-hmm. With the two of them, With yes. Them. How many the they're ACC super, got? They're super conference. Because mm-hmm. that's the next one. If the the ACC, how many teams do they have? Because, I mean, they're going to have they're gonna have a response. They, they just, got seven They got seven in each league. So they got four teams. Right, in the Coastal and the Atlantic. So the ACC is going to add two. Yeah. Is yeah. that including Notre Dame, though? I guess it is. Well, that's, that's their extra. Yeah, yep. they are. They are an ACC team in basketball. Yeah, so fourteen or you know fifteen. Man. So they could add one. The ACC could add one, and then the Pac-12 and uh, you know the Big Twelve. But I don't know how that would work though, right? Because the Big Twelve is going to look like crap though, dude. The Big Twelve. The Big Twelve has you know they got uh, fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. So and then you know the Pac-12's got however many they got. So I don't know how that would even work. I don't even know what that would look like. But I'm just thinking about the options for the Pac-12, dude. Like, it's it's pretty bad on the West Coast in terms of, like, who are the who are the powers on the, like, Boise State? You're going to add Boise State in the Pac-12? You're going to have to. I mean, it's, and, and, like, ugh, ugh. But it makes sense. And, like, that. That's what I'm saying. Which one of those conferences is clamoring to get Memphis? The new one that's right. trying to match the SEC and the Big well, Ten and the you're, you're, if the ACC like adds one or two, you're begging to be in it. You're begging. I mean, that's that's kind of where you're at. And I don't know if the ACC is going to feel like that. I, don't, I, I think they will, though. Don't you? If mm-hmm. the Big Ten goes to 16, the ACC is going to want to go to 16. Now, like the whole Notre Dame thing is a is a is a is an interesting factor too. Do they count them? I guess they do. I don't know how that works. John, you think this is this is a smart move by the Big Ten, isn't it? I mean, the Big Ten is just trying to take the take over the world. Yeah, that's the way to do it, though. You have to you have to get bigger. But you die. But they're responding to the SEC. Yeah, that's the way it has to be. You have to be a club. The SEC started this when they went yeah. and got Texas and Oklahoma. Of course. So they're just keeping up. They're keeping up with the Joneses. That's right. Because they don't want the college football playoff. To be the SEC Invitational every single year. Go big or go home. Here is what I'm feeling, and they don't care about travel. No. The Big Ten, they're freaking the Big Ten. I'll man. pay it, man. You know? Illinois can get to USC, um, and it's pretty central anyway. You can find direct flights from pretty much everywhere in the Big Ten. You know, um, it's just it's just what the SEC created. The SEC created all of this because they got they're greedy and they could they can be. Um, and I don't I don't know what it means for Memphis. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing for Memphis. I tend to believe mo- movement of any kind is better than none. Um, for because like Memphis is stuck right now. Memphis is like when there's no movement, you're in the AC with, you know, <laughs> you know the the. Seems like the best bet to me was for things to stand pat and you to be next in the Big Twelve. A yes, a lesser Big Twelve, but still better than what you're in. 
this all breaks up everything. It just makes the the ground underneath your feet less stable, it feels like to me, in terms of your shot. It just – your place in line, I guess, is is what you're measuring here, and it sure does feel like you're at least close to Big 12, you, Boise State. You you start shaking things up. You've got the, – these bigger conferences have got their 16 already. You know, one more is trying to put together, you know, a package to match it. You know, with the with the pack with with the pack and the 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 Big Twelve sort of dissolving or combining, aren't they going to be able to get enough out of that mm-hmm. as opposed to going to get a Memphis or a, I mean, maybe a Boise State does add, but yeah, I, or do you not just get what you can out of the six? Get a sixteen, a strong sixteen out of the ones you've already got. Yeah, no, in the two I, conferences. I mean, that, That's that what I'm saying. The, that I, is the question. I, it feels. I don't my feeling today is that it's not good news for Memphis. Well, you might think, hey, the, well, this starts the next set of dominoes that starts it, but we already suspected, again, when Oklahoma, Texas leave, there's your two spots. Big 12 going to open up again. That felt like a more realistic path than mm-hmm. this does right now today. Well, we just you, don't know. Like, we just don't know what iteration it will take, right? We don't, like, Memphis is not going to be in the Pac 12. We know that the SEC's got theirs. Oh, yeah, you're we, not getting the SEC. And we know that the Big Ten's now got its up right? to 16. Well, you didn't think you were getting the Big Ten. But I'm just saying that. So that's two 16s right yep. there. You're saying ACC going to have to respond to try to be, to match what they've done. There's three super conferences. If you're saying there's one more that's going to come out of the mm-hmm. the Big Twelve and the Pack, they they would just why not just get the best 16 out of there? Memphis could get in the ACC. I mean, they, it's not. You're hoping to be one of the two AC. Oh, one of the t- two teams the ACC would add. I think under this new layout, because like travel wise, it's not bad. I mean, you're you're you know you're talking about. I mean, I'm, I'm sure their headquarters are in Charlotte, right? So that's not bad. No idea where the ACC headquarters are. Um, you know, Clemson and North Carolina. I mean, that's not a bad travel schedule. You know, yeah, you're the furthest west, but you know, you're still you know hop skipping a jump away. It ain't that far. So, and then you get the and then again, like the ACC argument for if I'm making the case to the ACC, it's well, you get a you get a bunch of TVs in the SEC market, right? You get a you get a stronghold in the SEC footprint in Memphis, Tennessee, where there are a bunch of SEC fans. There are a bunch of football fans. Greensboro, Tradi- yeah. Traditionally, you know, we always rate very well with college football. You know, so I would want to be in that market. If again, I I have to do something. I have to I have to get to sixteen. Right. Memphis has won. Memphis has been relevant. You know, it's not ideal, but none of this is ideal. Who else could the ACC add? All all I'm asking you is that is that more reasonable in terms of uh, of what the ACC would be looking for than it is right now? The the two spots in the Big Twelve that are going to open up with it. I hope hope you're right. What would you you rather be? Right? You'd rather be in the ACC, of course. Is is it more realistic? Probably not. But now I, I think this turns. I think this turns everything on its head. You know. Yes, I think prior that was the that was the that was the uh, you know game plan. The game plan was to not get ready but stay ready for when Texas and Oklahoma left, whenever that would be, probably two years from now. And then the Big Twelve probably says, you know what, we still need more teams to replace them um, and, and get back to where we were and, and stay at sixteen instead of go to going out of fourteen. Damn, the Big Ten not stretch across the country because you got Maryland sitting in there. Oh yeah, the, yeah Maryland's in the Big Ten. You got, got Maryland Rutgers. sitting there. It Rutgers literally goes in the all the way across. In the New, New Jersey. And they New give York no market. Fs. No, they no, no they, Fs. They got plenty of cash because you, you got four and five billion in USC. All of those schools are four and five billion dollar endowment style schools. You know, you're talking about Michigan, Illinois. They got plenty of money to put people on planes. By the way, I don't think this sucks. I think this is great. Like, I think this is fantastic. I love the idea that Texas and Oklahoma are going to be in the SEC. I love the idea that we are not constricted by geographical. Uh, yeah, but you know, you're not saying as it applies to Memphis. No, you're I'm just saying, saying as a fan of the sport, right? Correct. As a fan of college football, like I am not beholden to uh, oh old rivalries of of 1985. Like what? Whatever. All of this stuff is about money, and it always has been. You know, there's no reason we we don't have to hide it anymore. Well, you know, we shouldn't. Players are getting paid. Coaches are getting paid obscene amounts of money. You know, I mean, everybody's making money. So you might as well just try to get the best leagues and the best games. I think too often we don't get good games in college sports. Like brands should play each other. USC and Ohio State every single year. Sign me up. Why not? What are we talking about? How is this bad? How is this a bad thing? Like Ryan Rasulu says, all of this sucks. Why? What about this sucks? 
This is all great. Well, that's that's to be to be determined. Yeah. Well, who decides? I don't think you have to make a, de- a determination today. Right. Who decides it sucks and why? I think it's great. I don't care about UCLA. That's just guys that are just used to their old tradition and right. their old conferences right. and rivalries that don't, yeah. you know, oh, are first to change. Florida that's, that's State, all. you know, and Bobby Bowden. I, mean, I don't care. I'm not a college football purist, bro. Give me the best of the best playing every Saturday. And, and, and uh, you know, yes, Ohio State, Michigan, great. I don't care. Give me the best of the best. I want top ten teams taking on top ten teams. We don't get enough of that in the regular season. We don't get enough of that in college basketball, man. You know, like I'm, I'm all about it. Let's get all the great programs in a league with each other. If that's the only way they'll play, let's do it. I'm in for it. Okay. Well, ACC. Well, uh, yeah, I'm selling us. out. I'm selling out for the ACC. There's no doubt about oh, it. We're for. We're, I'm. We're, I mean, Louisville's in the ACC. Hey, hey, Memphis can't get the ACC. If they'll take us, absolutely. Bro, but, that that would be fun they, to have Clemson like playing Memphis. <laughs> if Louisville can get in the ACC, so can Memphis. Period. Point blank. Full stop. It, it can happen. Louisville and Memphis once upon a time were conference mates. That's the closest comp, man. It is. It's, it's, it's a damn stretch. No, it's, it's, a, it's a prestigious league. Oof. It is. Uh, there's no way around it. But who else are they going to add? Uh, half of the Big 12. I mean, yeah, I guess you could go. Yeah, you just carve just up poach. the Big 12. Well, yeah. then Memphis takes their spot. Yeah, I See, mean, like, but like, then so, you end up. You know where you end up? The American. Yeah, that's fine, but you have to get off the. You it, have to get yeah. off the sinking what ship. What I'm saying is, John, like you remember when the Big East thing happened, and we had a, we had a raging party here at the radio station for about 30 minutes. Yes, but it was still the right move, though. You still have to do it. It's one of those things where yes. none of this. When you're Memphis, that's where it sucks a little bit when because you're, Memphis, you're never getting ne- to the right. never t- next tier. Exactly, like it's oh. just part of the deal. Like yeah. when you're Memphis, you're never going to be the first choice, but. You still have to go. I get you because you're the alternative. Right. You got to do it. You got to be in the game. On the vine. You, gotta, you just got to stay in the game. You're right. I mean, I, dude, it, like that's fine. If if Memphis can't get in the ACC because they want to take UCF instead, no problem. Memphis goes and takes UCF spot. Right. In the Big Twelve. I mean, yeah, in the Big Twelve and Pac Twelve. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.